You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and be even more productive. The focus of today's podcast is all about why email marketing still works to build your business. And I'm super excited to have a very special guest with me, Eric Harbison. Let me tell you all about him. He is the Chief Marketing Officer at AWeber, where he oversees AWeber's overall marketing operations, vision, and strategy. He has over 20 years of experience in the marketing and advertising space, and that includes starting and selling a boutique agency, growing award-winning marketing teams, and launching performance-based campaigns. He has contributed and participated as a panelist, moderator, and speaker at events such as iMedia Summit, eTail, Podcast Movement, and FinCon. Wow, that was a good one. Good for you. He has, ri- he has written for the Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, Media Post, B2B Online, and his areas of expertise range from building high-performing marketing teams to emerging strategies and performance-based tactics. Wow, what an introduction. Eric, thanks for being on the show. What else do you want to add to that introduction? Oh, I don't know, uh, Nancy. Thanks for having me. Uh, Other than uh, I'm an ordained minister uh, and I love soccer. Those are probably two other things to round out the the bio there. So, uh, So thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, that's awesome. So FinCon's a pretty big conference. Did you get a chance to hang out with Pat Flynn and all the other podcasters out there? Absolutely. I'm FinCon, um, actually a customer of AWeber's, and um, they were, uh, we were sponsors of the, of the show and, and had a chance to uh, moderate a panel. And we had some, um, a chance to um, speak about email marketing to the finance community too. So just a great community that they have as part of that show. I bet. Well, good for you. So just to get everybody on the same page, Eric, can you share the difference between a CRM and email marketing? Because I think a lot of people kind of blend those two together. Yeah, that's a great question. I think, you know, think of it this way. It's not so much the difference between the two as much as it is how does one work with the other. So when you think of CRM, uh, customer relationship management, email is actually a part of that ecosystem, if you will. So email as a standalone is uh, powerful to help you know, connect with your audience. Uh, but CRM is a little bit more integrated into not just leveraging email as the method to send and connect with your audience, but it also incorporates uh, other attributes or data points around your customers so that you're sending the most relevant emails at the right time. So does AWeber integrate with most CRM systems? Yes. Uh, AWeber has over 150 integrations Uh, direct integrations, and some of those do include um, CRM tools for small businesses. So the Sugar, Nimble, Zoho, uh, even Salesforce, we have an integration. So we can provide the email power for a small business that wants to connect with another uh, CRM platform. Oh, that's awesome. In your opinion, when do you think a business owner should start using an email marketing tool? Uh, day one of starting the business, <laughs> or I should say, even, 
perfect even, answer. Right. Even before <laughs> the businesses started, if you're in idea phase on around a business, uh, some of the things that should be part of that planning for launching a business would be, okay, so I have my idea. I'm going to drive them somewhere in terms of education, whether it's a website or a blog, but it's how can I extend the, the relationship by getting them to opt in for some value? And um, I think there's been a ton of entrepreneurs that have, have kind of admitted to the mistake of if I could do it all over again, uh, I would have started day one with my email marketing. So great question. And it's a great way to think uh, or be thinking that if you're looking to start a business, no matter how big or small, uh, definitely think about how you're going to start building relationships through email. I love that. And I'm, as a business productivity expert consultant, I always tell people systemize from day one as well, because you want to have, you want to grow into your systems, not be at the point where your business is on fire and you have no systems. That's a really, that's not a very good position. So I that's love good. that. Yeah. Listeners get an email marketing tool for sure. How about this, Eric? I personally get tons of emails every day in my inbox. In fact, I have a unsubscribe once a week where I just start unsubscribing from stuff to clean it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so overwhelming. What do you feel is the state of email marketing today? And do you still feel it's pretty effective? Uh, so I definitely feel that it's effective. And I say that based off of just stories, countless stories we get from our customers that are just so thankful that they have email in place in terms of they've been able to make an extra sale, they've been able to grow their audience, uh, they've been able to make a stronger connection. Uh, so I definitely think it is going to be and will continue to be a, uh, a key part of a business's marketing ecosystem. Um, in terms of the, you know, kind of the future of or some of the trends or things to think about, um, you know, recently there was a, there was a, um, a law that was passed, uh, primarily affecting, um, anyone in, 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 Europe, you know, called the GDPR general data protection regulation. Now at a high level, what that means is you, you must've, anyone looks at their inbox, you probably saw a ton of emails come through around mid May that asked you, do you still want to be on this list? And there's a lot of emails coming from brands that were just trying to get connected and reconnected with their subscribers to make sure they still wanted to receive email from that brand. So I think since then, and this is something I've noticed and talked to some other folks here, you know, the emails coming to your inbox may not be as many, uh, although those we're getting over 150 emails per day, but you, you may want to, you may recognize that the emails that you're getting are uh, more connected or relevant to um, things that you've opted in for. So I think there's this, this kind of cleansing that has happened recently tied to this, this law that's been passed um, that is, is making marketers make sure that they are uh, consistently making sure that they're getting permission uh, to collect, in, in, collect name and email information and to continue to send emails uh, to that recipient. So um, I'd say there's, there's definitely should be an increase in relevancy in your inbox. And if there isn't, uh, it shouldn't be too long before brands are either um, realizing that it's time or they're just um, caught and they're not sending emails anymore. That's pretty insightful because I have been noticing I'm getting stuff that's more targeted. So that's pretty cool. Speaking of targeted, do you have one or two tips on the best and the most effective ways to use email marketing? I'd say one way would be um, as, as really that first entry point. So assuming that you have a way to capture name and email, whether that's a form on your blog or your site, the welcome email is probably the most important email that you're going to send to your subscriber. And, and the reason for that is it really helps to connect the expectation that you set from when they gave you that information, they opted in. And, you know, some brands that are very successful with the welcome emails, you know, use it as a way to 
uh, introduce uh, their social networks or introduce certain things about the brand. But think of it as really that, that first uh, meaningful connection where you can put and set expectations with your, with your subscriber. Um, so anyone who's, who's building a list, has a list, or is going to start a list, uh, that welcome email, you should really think through kind of what to do and what to put in that. And then the, the I like second, that. And I, I probably need to, I think I need to update my welcome email now that you said that. And Nancy, <laughs> that's, a, that's a great point because a lot of brands have stuck with the same email for, for months or years if, they're, if, they're, um, uh, if they've been doing email for a while. And it truly is an opportunity because you can look at your email and say, oh my gosh, that's outdated or I could, I could be sending them to something that's more relevant. Uh, so definitely check it if you have a welcome email. And the second tip I'd say is just tied to the relevancy point, which is when's the last time that you actually looked at your list and looked at anyone who hasn't opened your emails in the last year and you just un unsubscribe them or deleted them from your list? Um, there's a hygiene concept here that a lot of brands tend to overlook because they just are so focused on the sending that they're not focused on, on the, the cleanliness or the, um, the relevancy of their list. So take time to really look at who is the most active segment of your list and make sure that those that are not active, you may want to give them one last email to, to opt back in or to re-engage. But if they're just what we call kind of zombie names on your list, you want to just get rid of those. That's really good. I'm glad you brought that up because I think a lot of people send a lot of emails but never really look at the metrics, like who's opening, who's unsubscribing, who's opening six months later. Do you, can you talk a little bit more about some tips we can do to really have effective email? Yeah, I think it, it starts just like what you had said, which is, um, you know, start if, if, if you're just starting your list and you probably have more time to kind of uh, grow subscribers and then just kind of get a sense for who's engaging or who's active. But if you had a list for six months to a year, it's using those time periods, whether it's the last six months or the last 12 months, and just pull a report to see who has not opened an email. Um, and you can do a little bit more you know, digging to see um, how many times were they on your list or, or how many times were they sent something. And if they've been getting your regular cadence of emails and have not, have not um, taken any action, and they're, they're a legit, email address, then they're probably just not, you know, ready to engage via email. Um, so a tip I would give if you want to send an email that says, you know, an email you can send to that, that kind of inactive cohort could be, um, hey, notice you haven't opened in a couple of months. Um, are you still interested in getting all this value from us? Um, and you can, you know, there's two ways to go. One is do nothing and we'll remove you after 48 hours. Or you could make a request to say, click here if you want to stay. Because that way, if someone is going to react, uh, you give them a chance to react by clicking. Um, and you've probably seen brands do it either way. Uh, but, you know, something you can test with your own list. But just giving them that option, but also making sure that, you know, let them know what they're going to be missing by not continuing to opt into your, your emails. Uh, and that's a really good way to kind of get, um, to, to shake up that list to make sure that they're, they're still interested or not. I like that. That's a really good idea. So rumor has it you guys have been doing tons of updates to features in the last six months or so. Is that true? And can you share some of the cool things that are going on with Aweber? Yeah, Nancy, I'll tell you what, it's a great time right now to be an Aweber customer because I'd say in the last eight months, uh, we've, we've really focused in on listening to our customers and heads down um, releasing features that we know can make them more successful. And the biggest release we've had in the last couple of months is around our automation platform called campaigns. And what that allows you to do is get a little bit more sophisticated with your 
your autoresponder or your email, meaning you can now send specific emails to subscribers based off of actions or attributes tied to that subscriber. Meaning, if you send an email and they click, and you ask a question to say, click a link that best represents you. Are you left-handed, right-handed, or ambidextrous? And if someone clicks left-handed, then they will get a series of emails specifically for left-handers. Uh, and that's just an example of how you can get really, really specific and really, really targeted. And we've seen uh, a lot of great results, both from open rates and click rates, when using that platform. Um, we just announced that our customer support team, we've had live phone support since day one of this company, and we we're almost 20 years old. And we just recently uh, went to 24-7 support for our customers. So we are accessible uh, throughout the entire day and week, 24-7, if anybody has questions. Uh, and this largely, you know, you might think it's, it's definitely valuable for those that are overseas. We're based in Pennsylvania. But we now have an opportunity to connect with those that are, you know, entrepreneurs never, you know, there's no off switch when it comes to running your own business. So uh, we're ready to help businesses whenever they're ready to run their business. So that's, that's an, a huge announcement that we just announced and, um, you know, customers are loving that already. Oh, that's fantastic. Wow. I didn't know you were around for 20 years. Yes, it's, it'll be 20 years in, in, uh, in this August. That's cool. Are you doing some big celebration stuff? We've got a lot of great things planned, so uh, so keep an eye on uh, definitely our homepage because that's where we're going to be making some 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 cool adjustments. You mentioned you're doing something cool with podcasters. Do you want to share that? Absolutely. So we realized and think about it over 20 years, you know, we've evolved as our customers have evolved, and podcasting as a vehicle has become very very popular. Um, you know, you're referencing a podcast movement trade show early on before the call, and we've noticed that our customers have adopted podcasting as a vehicle to, to help promote their business. Now, <clears throat> what, we, what we've been realizing is the questions we've been getting are, I've got a podcast, I've got an email list, how do I make the two work together? And we've created some content and some guides for podcasters, but we recently realized, why not just have an online summit? We'll get some, some key podcasters to talk about how they tie the two together or how they make their podcasts really become more than just something that you collect downloads from. And we're, we spun up this, this online summit that's gonna be July 17th. <clears throat> it's only gonna be a couple hours from 11A to 2P Eastern time. We've got four great speakers, and we're just gonna go just a ton of value, ton of tips, ton of knowledge for anybody, any podcaster, any level. And we realized that uh, we listened to our customers, they had these questions, so we just found some experts including our head of product. He's got a, a, a segment as well. And we're going to cover things about how do you monetize your podcast? How do you promote your podcast? How can you make email work with your podcast? Because at the end of the day, Nancy, you know, someone may have a million downloads per month or even 500 downloads per month, but there's something more than just the download number. Uh, and we feel email is a great way to bridge that connection, but there's tons of other ways that you can really get connected with a download. What's behind a download and uh, that's, that's what we named the summit. It's called the beyondthepodcastsummit.com uh, is where you can find all the information. Uh, and we're really excited to bring these speakers uh, to our customers and even just to any, anyone that's in the podcasting industry. So looking forward to that event. That sounds really cool. Is that a free event or a paid event? Oh, that's a 100% free event. Anyone who signs up will get um, the recordings. And we got some bonus, uh, uh, bonus episodes or bonus content uh, for them as well. Oh, that's awesome. Well, that's very generous. So I will make sure I put that in the show notes so people can go check that out. You also mentioned you have a complimentary trial subscription for people that don't have email marketing or they have email marketing that it's not really a fit. Can you talk about that? 
Absolutely. So, so we have a 30 day free trial for anybody who's looking to, you know, if, if you know, it's time to, if you know, it's time to get started with email marketing, start with AWeber for, for 30 days for free. And the best part about our trial is that I mentioned our, our customer support team, you have access to everything under the free trial. So there's no limitations. There's no restrictions. You sign up, you could, you know, whether you're starting from scratch or importing a list, 30 days to try is free. You have access to all the automation features I mentioned earlier. Plus, you can call our customer solutions team on the phone. Uh, you can email, chat us 24-7. And we just are so focused on making sure that you become successful uh, that that's why we do not provide any restrictions during that trial period. That's awesome. So how, when people are like, which tool do I pick? There's so many out there. What are some of the great features of AWeber that people should keep in mind when they're looking at different, different tools? Yeah, that's a great question. And, and we, we get that a lot. And something I've learned, you know, I've been here five years at AWeber. And in talking to our customers and, and to the entrepreneur community, you know, what I like to talk about is the fact that we've been around for almost 20 years. So when you're looking for an email platform, you want to make sure that your emails are going to get delivered. And, you know, for, for any company that's been around for 20 years, we've seen it all pretty much. So what 20 years has allowed us to do is build strong relationships with the inbox providers. Gmail, Yahoo, Outlook, Hotmail, et cetera. And we, from day one, our, our founder decided we want to make sure that we develop our own uh, technology stack, if you will, or infrastructure to make sure emails get delivered. So the first thing someone's getting when they're picking a Weber is all that, that uh, strong reputation, strong deliverability. Uh, uh, you know, couple that with the automation features that I mentioned, plus the live support. Now, some, some email providers will give you a link or, or chat or email, um, and that's great, but we've seen it time and time again. There's, there's a, a two-minute phone call can be so much more valuable than a 25-minute chat exchange. Um, and again, depends on, on someone's needs or wants, but um, having that, that ability to call somebody uh, really becomes a, a super value uh, for anyone who's, uh, become the, anyone who's thinking about becoming a customer, anyone who has become a customer for Ray Weber. And how about ease of setup? Is it pretty easy to set things up? Um, yes. And, you know, it's funny because you know, I've seen a lot of the email tools that exist. And, you know, easy is, is a definition that, that means different things to different people. But by and large, we watch people uh, sign up for our service. You know, we've made tweaks here and there. So, you know, we even timed it a couple of times. So within minutes, your account can be set up. Uh, again, whether you're starting from scratch or you're migrating uh, or importing names uh, from another ESP. That's awesome, because I know a lot of times if you, my background's in business intelligence, so I know if you don't set up the data right, it's really hard to report down the down the way, right? Yeah, like, oh, I right. wish I would have captured the birthday field or or something about them, and then you have to go back. Do you have some, is the help support pretty good, like some videos to help people get started right away? Yes, and we just released, that's a great question, because we just released um, having learned by watching where questions come up or which topics our customers have the most questions about. And we connect them with what we call kind of our, our learning hub, which is aweber.com forward slash academy. And currently there, what you'll see is, is the five you know, quick how-to videos for anyone who's looking to get set up. So if, if someone's a visual learner, or they like to, to, to watch instructional videos, that's, that's the page that we connect them with. Um, we have a, a very robust help center or knowledge base center. So if anyone 
likes to just kind of feed off of articles and kind of step-by-step instruction, we have that as well. So it's really hard to get stuck, if you will, because of all the options that we provide you to, uh, to make it a really easy onboarding uh, experience. Oh, that's awesome. Eric, are you ready for the signature question everybody gets on the show? Absolutely. If you had one more hour in, in your day, so 25 hours every day, how would you spend your extra hour? <laughs> if there's someone I can pay to make that happen, I will. Um, <laughs> if I had that extra hour, I would probably spend it, um, I'd probably spend it learning or practicing a new skill. Um, for me, especially in marketing, it's, it's, there's always a new way to do something. And I love to be connected, not just thinking about it, but knowing how to do it. So I'd probably be spending it um, learning or practicing a new skill. Oh, that's cool. So something for business or something personal? Like, so my husband and I want to learn how to weld. We thought that'd be really cool just to like put stuff together with fire. Nice. So, just well, to check it off our list. We're not intending to build anything, although he's pretty creative. He may make some furniture with it. There you go. But how about you? Um, in terms of a skill or something more family-based? Yeah. A skill, what would you, what would be fun outside of work that you would learn? Probably a new language. I think it's been a while since I, I tackled that, but um, I feel it would probably be nice to, to, to pick up a new language um, and, and learn that. Uh, now, that's a language standpoint. Outside of work, uh, maybe do something a little bit more adventurous, like um, skydive, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got lots of tips on this show, Eric. Is there anything that um, you would like to add that we didn't cover? And also, do you want to give the link to how they can get the free trial? So free trial you can access just going to aweber.com, and you'll see there's a, a form or a button that will allow you to start your trial, and that's the easiest way to get going. And there's a phone number there as well that, that if you have questions before starting, uh, give us a call, and um, we'll help you through your, your onboarding um, experience. Um, other things to mention, you know, one thing I just would, would want any business owner to think about is, are they asking their customers questions? Um, you know, again, the strength in, in any business is relationship. And it's, you know, does, does your customer or potential customer know enough about you to trust you? So there's a lot of businesses that just don't take the opportunity of asking questions of their subscribers, their customers, their prospect list, whatever it is. And if you think about it, just, just you know, ask, the, ask this question of your customers. Why, why are you a customer? Why do you like being a customer? What's the one thing you like about being a customer of our brand? And if you ask that question, you will get a ton of information that will help, that you can leverage in ads, messaging, uh, email series, what have you. But think about it, just ask that question and you'd be surprised with the answers. I think sometimes we're afraid to ask for feedback because we, right? Right. Yeah, the, the truth hurts, right? But uh, it, it does hurt. The, the truth is what makes us stronger. And that's what, especially in a business context, it's, boy, imagine if, if you're doing the wrong thing, you've been doing the wrong thing or something that could be better, uh, but you've been doing it kind of suboptimally for months. Uh, you know, let's, let's not be afraid to get that feedback. Yeah, I agree with that. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking time to be on the show today, Eric. Lots of great tips. People, go check out AWeber. It's a great tool, and I think it'll make an amazing difference in your business. And listeners, I am looking for newer business owners interested in accelerating their business in just one year. The next Turbo Ascent Group is forming right now. It's a group coaching program 
with a combination of coaching training, accountability, peer advisory, and a mastermind think tank. Just go to nancygains.com to check it out. And if you love the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Until next time, go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's Nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S dot com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.